I just saw this one tweet that was like, yo, if I was in the Truman Show, I would just whip my dick out. <laughs> that would be that. And I was like, like that must have happened though, right? Yeah, right? a teenage boy, you're filming him a 24-7, and he's not well, going to put his dick in some weird places. I think that the producers are, like, editing this thing. It's not like a live feed oh, yeah. all the time. They're no, whittling well, it down that footage. Because we see him run away, though. That's, like, the whole big thing. It, yeah, that's good TV, feed. though. They don't want to not have you see that. That's good, that's good content. That's valid. I don't know. I, don't know I think it's live though. Like they seem sleep and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, like there's twenty twenty four hours of him sleeping. Maybe they just forgot. Maybe, maybe they I'll... just made sure nobody taught him about masturbating. Yeah, they just deleted yeah, all that information. Kids from his need world. to learn how to masturbate in order to <laughs> yeah. do it. Nobody told. There's no him. other way. If I've learned anything about children's psychology, it's that, <laughs> it's, and it's I haven't that, learned that anything actually. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe they just Jesus were like, "Go to Christ. cut to commercial," and uh, she's showering. Yeah. Cut to commercial. Yeah. Showering. Well, doesn't he like? I I have not seen the Truman Show in a very long time. The same boat. Yeah. Uh, so I really have no memory of the movie <laughs> other than like the last scene where he's like, right. and "If I have, if I don't see it, you know, good night." Yeah. Whatever the fuck the yeah, line is. I'm talking from like, I a, don't like a six to seven year Bye. memory of a movie I watched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the only Jim Carrey movie I watch on an annual basis because I love pain is Eternal Sunshine of the Swallow's Mind. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I watch that movie. The Grinch. <laughs> Not the Grinch. Uh, the Grinch actually scares the shit out of me. I don't like that oh. movie. I saw <laughs> the, again, remember, Boomer here. I saw that shit in theaters and I fucking hated it so yeah, that's valid that's like, valid though because all the commercials like the trailers like leading up to that movie before it came out one of the big stingers that they used in the trailers was when cindy lou who or whatever was like you are the you are the and he was orange and i was like no i don't want to see this i don't want to be I'm behind the couch already he's what hate that yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're the who <laughs> really scary for me I mean and I feel so bad because my poor brother is just like in the other room minding his own business right now and I'm sure he's like please don't bring that up please let's not Why are go you back talking to the about time the literally... <laughs> uh, so uh, hello everybody what's Hi. up my name is Jackson McMurray my name is Adeline Venom McMurray my name is Keisha Carnage Rhodes. <laughs> um, my name is Megan, whatever that girl symbiote is from the Spider-Man ride at Universal Studios Orlando. I love her. She's my wife. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's uh, a good ride. Cosmonaut. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Hi. So, <laughs> today, this is a momentous occasion because we are fine. This is, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this uh, the best movie we've ever done on the podcast? Thumbs up, thumbs down. You're gonna hate no. me. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm so sorry. This movie's fucking incredible. It's see, Jackson, Jackson the buddy. fact that you love it Meg. so much and told me how much you loved it before I watched the film is what ruined it for me because my expectations were here. It's when you're like, incredible. it's Buck Wild, and I was like, hell yes, it's gonna be Buck Wild, and I watched it. It was only kind of Buck Wild. I was like, huh. Oh, Carnage only calls Venom Daddy once, one time, and then they're done. Like, come on. Meg, if you don't, if you don't like this movie, I'm we're through. It's over. 
Okay, listen. <laughs> Look. All right. Um, so, another friend of the pod, uh, you know, uh, you might know him from first play, mm. uh, Benjamin Gauld mm-hmm. and I uh, went to see this film on mm. opening night. This experience. I was experience. extremely stoked. He was also stoked because I uh, forced him to watch the first Venom right. in the middle of the pandemic last year in lockdown. and he Which is the correct state to, to be in. Yeah. And also yeah, probably absolutely. because I had already We're texted trapped. him and told him it was my second favorite movie <laughs> in the year. Uh, I just okay. Here is my issue. Didn't you just with, say another movie was your second favorite movie of the year? It was or probably is this. this. The yeah, I wanted. Yeah, so, what's your first? Lower. What's your first favorite movie of the year? Let's start there. Let's find out what the barometer let's is. See here. What's wrong my with first Texas. favorite. Okay, my favorite. My first favorite movie of the year is Pig. Pig is a masterpiece. I think Pig is like a perfect movie. I think that movie's wonderful. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see. We that. we did this last time, but I'll do it again. I'll pull up my list right now so you guys can. Was it Venom last week, or did I just like misremember? Yeah, it was Venom. I've I've been I've been yeah. very vocal okay. about the fact that it's definitely my favorite. My second I favorite. only saw Venom yesterday. Okay, 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 okay. One moment. One See, moment. here's the thing: mm-hmm. is that I want like you are my friend, Jackson, and when you're excited <laughs> it about feel something, like it. then like it is no, 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 no. <laughs> when you're excited about something, I too want to be excited about something. So I. You know, like, there are good things about this movie, and I'm ready to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, man. I think I think this movie's biggest problem is that it's just the first movie, but a little bit better, and that's not what I wanted out of it. Here's, so, so, worse. okay. Worse. If you allow no, me. It's worse. I, think, like, I think it's way more concise than what it wants to be, which is part of what made the first one so good, was that it was bonkers and didn't know what it was doing. So the fact that it's the second one, but a little bit more well thought out and a little bit more put together and a little bit more streamlined makes it worse because there's less room for them to be buck wild. And I feel like they're trying. They're trying to be buck wild. They're trying to have a serial killer and have a big fight in a church and have like all this drama. But like it's not actually coming together in a way that makes me like excited and like bewildered like it's just not coming together in the buck wild way that i want it to like it's I, just it's not enough right jackson i'm just watching you like physically like <laughs> just like so restrained you're like i'm gonna state I my case talk about this like i'm i'm doing it i mean look 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 I do really sincerely love this movie. Obviously, the degree oh, to yes. which I am being excited about it is an exaggeration and kind of a bit. Yes, for comedic value for the podcast. Yes, but right. I do I do really, really sincerely want to make a case for this movie being great, I think. Good? But, um, okay. Here's, here's, and just for reference, here's my top ten right now. One, Pig. Two, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Three, The Green Knight. Love it. Love it. Four, The Suicide Squad. Five, Nobody. Six, Quiet Place Part Two. Seven, Luca. Eight, Old. Nine, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Ten, In the Heights. That's where I'm at right now. I haven't seen Malignant. In the Heights. Mr. Manuel Miranda's In the Heights. Yes, it's good. Anyway. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Venom, right? Comes out twenty eighteen. You can't make me laugh too much this time. I'll die. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing her. I might actually die on today's she podcast. She gave her life for this talk. <laughs> so, 
I was just excited. I really thought that we were going to be on a united front for once, Meg, but it turns out that's not the I'm case. so, okay, so here's here's my piece, I, okay. you know, because again, I'm on borrowed time right now, literally and metaphorically. We don't, I don't know much longer right. I've got on this earth. Um, Venom 2 gave me the same physical and emotional response that I got from Deadpool 2. Did I laugh? Yes. Did I have a good time? Yes. But overall, it was just like, my issue with Deadpool 2, as much as I had with Venom 2, is that, like, it was in on the joke. Mm. Like, the best part, and I, not so much Deadpool, because, like, Deadpool's, like, obviously always in on the joke. That's the fucking point. Right. But, like, mm. what was so delicious about Venom was just, like, how insane it is. Like, they really were, like, you know, they were, like, let's make this movie like this really like edgy like it was insane i mean do not Venom really felt like the script had gotten like lost in time in like 2003 like someone wrote it and sat down and wrote it mm-hmm. at, at, like the daredevil colin farrell's <laughs> bullseye era shit show of superhero movies and then it got like sucked into a, a wormhole and just plopped on some producer's desk in right. like Donnie 2017, Darko. and they're like, "That movie, make every, that someone one." Someone gets Donnie Darko every day, <laughs> and that day it was Venom. <laughs> it's like reverse Donnie Darko, and that's that's yeah. it. But like, and that's what makes Venom so fun right. is because like it it's taking itself so seriously, right. even though it's so fucking stupid. And everybody's like, I because I went to a press screening for it, so Ooh. it's me and like all these fucking like you know, dudes that are getting paid just to watch this. And we're all like, what? 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 Like, the car chase, when it went on for about five minutes. Like, it was like, it felt like five, I was like sitting there, I was like looking at Marcus, I'm like, this is still happening. Oh my God, this is still happening. We had so much fun. It was just insane. So that's why with Venom 2, all that to say that with Venom 2, it was just like, Venom and Eddie want to kiss, and they, <laughs> they love each other. It's a cop. Like, yeah. yes, it was funnier when like the scriptwriters didn't like realize what they were doing. For that. Yeah. Right, like it was just more fun, and it was more silly when like you know the big bad was like fucking Elon Musk in the first movie. <laughs> Riz Ahmed playing Riz Elon Musk, basically. like worst performance uh. in history. Oh, Holy shit, so, that no, performance yeah, is so bad. So no, no, bad. So and then good. like Jenny, <laughs> like you had a, you had fucking Jenny Slate in there <laughs> for like twenty yes. minutes, and she it's couldn't. You yes. Yes. Oy, the symbiote. Like it's just like no, what you can't. Yeah. Like it was just so funny. Like it was just nothing felt real. You right. felt like, and so, but with this movie, I, you know. I, you had Woody Harrelson. They got rid of the sideshow Bob Wig, thank God. But like, <laughs> I wish they, would they gave him this great. other, <laughs> this other weird like shake and bake wig from the fucking dollar store, and you're just like, what is going on? I, and like, I, yeah. So here's. I will never forget the first time watching Venom in theaters because it was it was our whole friend group, wasn't it? I think one of our I friends had was three drunk. vodka sodas. <laughs> yeah, I th- maybe you were the drunk ones. Yeah. Someone had been drinking very heavily, but it was like it was like it me. wasn't heavily. I was well, like, it was Keisha Jackson, Chloe, Ethan. Like it was our whole like group like going to watch Venom, and we're mm-hmm. all psyched because we all kind of know it's gonna be Buckwild. 
but it was a packed theater and I will never a moment there's I will never forget there's that moment where like Venom like is in the girlfriend and like kisses the symbiote uh, in yeah. right, right. to yeah. Eddie and it's the worst thing you've ever seen and just like screaming and laughing while everybody else in the theater is like silent like right. not laughing not like and I remember there was some part where Venom makes some stupid joke about like eating a dog and then the theater erupted into laughter and the rest of us are not laughing like it right. was just like solidified yeah. in my mind that like I, regular people watch movies like this like it was just like it was such a crazy experience to be like the, the only one in on the joke was like our friend group and everyone right. else was just like right. watching a regular movie like it was the weirdest thing in the world right. and then carnage i watched in an empty theater with my mom so that was fun <laughs> fuck yeah uh, did mom yeah, watch we mom watched wanted it to see in it? like a packed well, so house. I had to go see it, and I had to figure out rides, because I don't know how to drive, because I'm a baby. I'm four years old. But, so I was like, hey, I'm gonna, like, do you want to, like, we'll, like, run some errands, and we'll go see a movie. I have to go watch Carnage. Do you want to go watch Carnage? And she kept watching the trailers, and she's like, Adeline, this movie's gonna be really scary. And I'm like, Mom, I promise you, I promise you it's not. It's not gonna be scary. It's a PG-13 movie. too much. Like the monster from A Quiet Place. That's it does. Well, but she was like, but it's all gooey and gross. It's gonna be scary. And I'm like, mom, it's not gonna be scary. I promise you. And it wasn't. So we're good. Okay. Oh, I I do want to give. Sorry, one more thing. I have a doctoral thesis. Just locked and loaded. Whenever you're ready. Oh my god. I think the one thing that I really, really appreciate about this movie is that it so badly wanted to be rated R. You can tell that it did. And, but I think the way that they get around being PG-13 is actually really well done. Like, Carnage <clears throat> still does all the carnage things. People are still getting, like, killed in horrific ways and, like, fighting in gross ways. Mm-hmm. But they're just so good at, like, cutting away at the last second. That, like, the, like when she's, like, going to gouge out the policeman's eyeball, she, like, starts to do it. And you're like, ugh, and then it cuts away. And it's like, oh, okay, great. I was freaked out and his eyeball didn't explode. Like... They just did so much editing like that to keep it PG-13 that I think was so good. And they let Venom say fuck. So you know what? I think that's the best way to do PG-13. Yeah. So, here we are. I'm going to set the scene, okay? Okay. 2017. Sony Pictures is like, we're going to make this series of movies that are about Spider-Man characters, but they are legally unrelated to Spider-Man, right? Mm. Everyone's like, no thanks. I don't think we really want that. And then they're like, and our first right. big project is Venom. It's going to be Tom Hardy as Venom. And everyone was like, what? Because that's weird casting right out <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, that's bat. a weird, yeah. And, like, this movie, like, had so much going against it for so long. Like, as soon as it got announced, Venom won, people were like, so that's, like, going to be a bad one? It's going to be, like, super bad, <laughs> So right? this is going to be bad. You yeah. made a bad one? Cool. <laughs> and, like, it's... Good to know. <laughs> so, at this point, like... It comes out and immediately critics, everybody, audiences, people in the world, they all kind of want to see it to dunk on it. But like it's thumbs this whole thing emoji. of like thumbs down, Rotten Tomatoes, audience score, critic score, both like everyone's like, oh, Venom, Venom, bad. Uh, but the thing about Venom is that like because it and I think a, the thing about it is that it performed extremely well. Like oh, Venom yeah. made a lot of money. Uh, I should pull yeah. up the actual box office numbers, but it was a great performer for Columbia Pictures. 
I think partially because of its bad reputation. <laughs> like, it had this weird... But the weird thing... I mean, this movie, I I think Venom 1, I want to do it on the podcast eventually because I think it is kind of a perfect Rosetta Stone for when you're talking about, like, sort of the, like, ironically liking things, oh, totally, ideas. Definitely. Like, yeah. I think that Venom 1 is this perfect encapsulation of this thing that, like, culturally... Everybody was pretty much in agreement on, like, oh, it's bad. Like, we understand what bad movies are like, and that's a bad movie. But, like, people were going to see it in in teams. They were, like, it was, like, their civic duty to go and watch Venom. And, like, it, and I'll never forget, like, you know, there were so many different critics whose, like, articles I read who were, like, you know, thumbs down Rotten Tomato scores who gave them, like, bad, like, numerical scores who were, like, but it's so goofy. It has a weird charm to it. They would like say all these great things. It's like, but it's a mess or whatever. And like being like, what, like why, like what, like imagined objective, like platonic ideal are you judging this movie against that you think you need to like mm-hmm. rate this movie poorly, even though you keep saying over and over again, how much you like it. Um, and because the magic of Venom is that I think I think you guys are right. I think there is an element of like because that movie is such a weird disaster. It like it doesn't really feel like anything that they're doing is like fully on purpose. Like it feels like they are like stumbling backwards into a lot of things that they weren't necessarily trying they to do in that movie. They keep stepping on rakes and we keep laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> and right. but like one of the major things, I mean, the biggest thing, I think the thing that like pulled this movie to like 300 million domestic or whatever it made is just Tom Hardy. Like he pulls that thing across that line with his fucking teeth because he like him with his with fucking his weird like, little elmer fudd accent yeah that he, does. he sounds <laughs> like he sounds like tim robinson and i think you should leave in venom one <laughs> yeah he just sounds insane like it's just i don't think tom hardy knows what human speech is <laughs> right well like, he's no. got that like cowlick all the time he looks like he has the flu he's like sweaty yeah. and like drenched like all that you can smell yeah he looks him. like he has tuberculosis 100 percent of the film yeah uh, absolutely yeah so so that was and then the so that was obviously part of it. it was like this big bonkers insane performance from tom tom hardy but the other thing i think his beautiful like, princess peach lips <laughs> yes uh the other thing is that, like, you know, it has a really, really distinct queer element to it. And that was sort of part of what made it, a major, major part of what made it this, like, overnight cult classic in this weird kind of way, is that it became something for people, for, like, queer people to really, really latch onto, let alone, like, kink communities who are, like, interested in a big gooey monster with a big tongue, you know? And, like, <laughs> without, I say that... I sincerely don't right. want to be jokey when I say that, because I think that's, like, an important element <laughs> yeah. of this whole movement, right? I mean, yeah, so, yeah. So, I... So that's Venom I still 1. still like when you say goo man. I still like the <laughs> goo term, man? He is. He's a goo Tentacle man. Tentacle Sama. <laughs> I know Tentacle what he Sama. is. Uh, but, so... So that made me very worried, because that movie was so bizarre... And because they, like, got a new director, I was really afraid they were going to be like, nobody liked that first one. We got to try really, really hard to, like, back out of this thing and try something way different, you know? Like, this is precisely the kind of thing, a lot because of the the queerness of it. I think, you know, a lot of big, major monocultural, like, uh, artistic properties tend to try their best to back out of unintentional 
queer readings almost 100% of the time in, in culture. Uh, and I Looking think that... Looking at you, Luca, with your, this is based on my real life. Shut up. <laughs> right. But... Uh... Maybe be gay instead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Have you tried being gay, director of Luca? Uh... <laughs> I think you'd like it based on Luca. <laughs> I think you'd like it. I think um, you would like it. But, okay. But, but Andy Serkis oh fucking mm. gets it. Because this movie yeah. is, like, textually all, all, all about, you know, it, you know, the, like, sort of, like, I think in Venom 1, the, the like, you know, rom-com elements of it are sort of, like, an unintentional side effect of them, like, trying to capitalize on Deadpool. Like, you know, they made right. it irreverent as much head. as they yeah. could with the voice in his head, but it's sort of got twisted and the fact that it like leaned so much on the romance subplot when it felt like that wasn't necessarily as much of a part of whatever that original script might have looked like and instead of being like let's try to like make this make more sense let's try to like figure this thing out from square one again they're like okay so here's what people liked about venom andy circus fucking gets it he's like rom-com elements 100 percent of the time <laughs> the movie is about romance and sexuality it is definitively queer it is like dealing in a lot of these areas about like not only you know whether you think of like eddie and venom as like two men or whether you think of it as like a man and a you know non non-gendered partner like it has this really textual really obvious like queer ness to it everywhere and you know, I think it's dealing a lot in, like, ideas about, like, polyamory as well and, like, the way that people interact with each other romantically and sexually and the difference between what people think that they want and what they actually want and how these things work out with these, like, big fucking goo monster action sequences also. It's like a horror romantic comedy action movie. And I wish... <laughs> the best kind of movie. My... Can I... Are you done, Jackson? Yeah, I mean, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, well, okay, my big... Because I totally agree and totally see what you're talking about. I think all those elements are awesome. But it's the bits and pieces surrounding those elements that are what fall flat and what make me disappointed. Because, like, those things being in the film are awesome and I love them. But, like, with the, the talking about, like, as, like, a romantic horror movie, they just, like, they had every opportunity to, like, lean into this horror aesthetic. Especially if the ending fight is in a church and it's an awesome fight. It's right. a super cool fight. But you're not going to give me, like, textbook, like, horror, like, church imagery and, like, metaphors and all that stuff. Like, you're not going to make even a single, like, Holy go- holy Ghost, God, and Jesus. Like, you're not going to make it that kind of joke with, like, Venom and Carnage. Like, I wanted, you know that scene where, like, Ultron and Tony Stark are talking in Age of Ultron? And he's like, you're going to break your old man's heart. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. like, they have that back and forth, like, being, like, father and son. I wanted that moment with Carnage and Venom where there's, like, a little bit of tension. And you're like, ooh, and it never happened. And I'm upset about it. <laughs> and maybe right. that's just me. But it's just, like, bits and pieces like that where, like, the craziness is there and the heart is there. But it's, like, the heart in a gray polo of nothing like you could have like made it amazing and dressed it up and we could have had so much fun but instead he just like took the heart and just like presented it as it was and didn't give it anything like extra and fun you know right right because like they have a serial killer and they don't talk about serial killers in the media like at all like we don't have that conversation especially in a society that is so 
obsessed with true crime and the mind of the serial killer and like talking about any of those things and we like almost do because he has that line where he's like you never wrote about how my dad hit me like that justifies all the murder that he's done and like we just like don't have a conversation about serial killers even though the main villain is a serial killer right. like we just never talk about it we're like he's a serial killer that's fun anyway, I just, like, yeah i think like, for a movie that's a tight 90 which god bless yeah, we need more be. of those <laughs> <laughs> like my brain is huge because i love tight 90s that's why that's that's yeah. the whole reason i have a big brain but all that to say it's still like i was getting like antsy watching it there were still moments where i was like like, I didn't have that with, like, the first Venom. There was, like, a shift while, like, after the first 30 minutes of just, you know, the slog that mm. is the first 30 minutes of the first Venom. Uh -huh. And then it turns that corner with the car chase where you're like, uh, uh, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> right. and you're just having fun for the rest of the movie. Mm. I never had that shift with Venom 2. There was never a moment where I was like, it started it started up here you you know what i mean like it was already up here and then there was also a lot of eddie and venom doing nothing mm -hmm. like not to kind of to co-op on what marcus <laughs> said of. about kinda. like you know not because like i did you know marcus did a quickie on right, it right and um we didn't really get to talk too much. It was typically Marcus and I are very like in line with our opinions on superhero movies. And uh, he felt, which I'm kind of just going to regurgitate what he had issues with, was that um, it, it just you didn't really get to see Eddie and Venom as a pair do anything fun for like half the movie. They weren't even They're fighting together. The yeah. right. They were fighting. And yeah. it was like, it, it wasn't done in a way that felt interesting or felt like the the rave scene with Little Sims was hilarious. Like, it was genuinely like, okay, yeah. oh, great. Good. This rules. Good. Because I remember when that her song came out and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, I knew she, she didn't know, like, but it was right. just hilarious. But, like, yeah. like it's kind of again, like, um, like when Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin are like, we're best friends and we love each other and you never see it happen on screen. You're like, yeah. why did you spend any of the movies showing us that so that when yeah, we Yeah, the most there, believable thing like, yeah, that Anakin that ever says to Obi-Wan is like when Anakin's like, I hate you. It's like that. <laughs> yes. That. that I understand. I get it. Um, I get but yeah, it. that was my issue with Venom 2 is it was just jokey joke after jokey joke and it was like, uh, we get it enough and like is that the thing is like first of all i'm just gonna break down because i am losing power so i'm just gonna like okay, quickly okay. go through like what could have changed to make this movie carnage didn't need a love interest that's just start we're gonna start there hard we disagree. start with glaring hard issue number one <laughs> like cletus well, carnage not necessary. doesn't have a love interest cletus does yeah cletus cool. cletus did not need a girlfriend that was completely unnecessary like, the whole time, I was waiting for that bitch to turn into the fucking lady symbiote that's in that weird budget Sinister Six on the fucking Universal Orlando Spider-Man ride. <laughs> that, that symbiote is my bitch because her name is also, like, Shriek or Scream. It is something very much, like, they're always adjacent. Yeah, that that's, what's great. that's what's really sorry. great about Venom comic books is that there are two different characters whose names are Shriek and Scream, and they're very different. I don't know if they ever interact. 
<laughs> yeah. So the whole time I was sitting there getting my wires crossed thinking that was the bitch. And I was like, oh my God, we're getting, we're getting Lady Symbiote. Let's fucking go. Never happened. So I was mad about that. Um, two was the fact that, again, too much. Too much jokey joke comedy time. Not the time for that. It's not. Like, Gladys Cassidy is, like, a genuinely disturbing character and, like, can be gross and awful and terrible. I get it. It's PG-13. You have to be constrained by those, you know, limits and those constraints. You can make a fucking disgusting, scary PG-13 villain. Uh, Emotep is right there, dude. Like... There are so many moments in Mr. Brendan Fraser's 1999's Universal's The Mummy where, like, also there great are ride. scenes where it's... Great ride. <laughs> great ride. There are scenes and there are moments in that movie where you're like, okay, that was awful and gross and terrible and not necessary. There's a lot of bug stuff. And, like, like bug stuff. <laughs> bug stuff? Yeah. PG-13 also, mind you. PG-13. Mm-hmm. There was not a moment in Venom 2 where I was like, that was gross. That wasn't necessary. Like, there, there was no villain moment where I was like, Ooh, yeah, right, I, did, right. I did. So my mom would disagree. Of Cletus. Like, so, Cletus listen, didn't I am sorry scared. to your mom. Yeah. I am really sorry to your Adeline, mom. tell us what mom thought. Nothing... Mom, she didn't like it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it was. She, yeah, well, I don't so think Venom to, like, for moms. I was like leaning over and like explaining little bits of lore, and I realized right. how little I actually remembered about the plot of the first one. So <laughs> I was like, that's. Well, because I told her in the car on the way there. I was like, so the original. The original, like, Venom story from the comics is that Eddie Brock, like, gets disgraced by Peter Parker and, like, gets get, yeah. kicked out of the news business. And then he meets Venom, who's an alien who doesn't like Spider-Man because of previous things. So they team up and they try to kill Spider-Man. So I told my th- mom that. And she was like, but Spider-Man's not in this one. So what is it about? So I was like, well, hold on. <laughs> it's like, well, good question. <laughs> good question. So I said, it's basically... There's lots of things you can be disgraced by. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just like, boy meets alien, they defeat big alien. It's like, what the what the skeleton is like that's we all what remember, we're doing we all remember the end of venom where the dark gray alien and the light and the gray black, alien and the darker gray have, alien have that punch big each other in a dark overcast night <laughs> <laughs> yep on the silver spaceship yeah, yeah, yeah. god but, so so I told her but yeah so like but, there are so many moments that you could have really made carnage disgusting and like right getting the distracting love interest in there to just really do nothing. And then Anne got demoted to damsel in distress in this one, which was also like, like, which like, Anne didn't even really need to be in this. Like you could have just got rid of Anne too. And then finally, Oh, that's right. She got super like snatched. I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She she was barely. Yeah. Anne got like kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she got demoted a bit. But, like, my final concern... I mean, I'm, first of all, like, you, again, friend of the pod, Ben Gauld, you can ask him what my fucking physical reaction was to the post credit scene, which right. was me screaming like an ape. Like an ape <laughs> yeah. in this theater. Like, I need you to understand, we went to a... Very I'm not going to dox myself, so I'm not going to say where we went to see it, but it's a very popular movie theater in near my neighborhood. It was fucking packed i have clapped in a film before i have been like woo before i've done all that i have never full-on been like 
Let's go, let's go! Let's go, let's go! Like, that was quite literally what me and the man next to me, because Ben was just sitting there like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Why are you punching me? Stop punching me. Like, because what happened was, so this post-credit comes out, because obviously it's been a couple weeks now. I'm, spoilers are not really that serious. Yeah, um, spoilers. Spoilers. We're moved past that. So spoilers, if you care about the post-credit for Venom 2 and you haven't seen it yet, uh, too fucking bad. So, <laughs> you know, the whole, like, they're laying on the island thing. I'm like, okay, love this. this great, is great, 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 great. Um, it was fun stuff. So yeah. then... The guy behind me, because the whole theater got real quiet, because we're all trying to figure out, like, what's the point of what's this? The what's going on? And then that whole, <laughs> like, what happened, and that flash of light, and it was a flash of light that clued off the guy behind us, like, he figured it out, like, very quickly, and he just went, yo! Like, that was the first, like, person to, like, fully just, like, war cry in this theater. Yeah. And then right. me and the guy next to me are like, No. No, like, <laughs> like and they're not what, gonna, and are they? Him. They wouldn't. I'm would like they? punching him real hard, and he's like, "Dude, stop punching me! What are you doing? What's going on? What's going on?" And the screen changes, and it's fucking, you know, Mr. Simmons, yeah, Mr. J.K. Yeah, Simmons, like, Mr. my JK. hero. And at that point, I was like, berserk. Me and the guy of next course. to me, we're standing up, we're fucking clapping, we're like, "Let's go! <laughs> Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go!" Like I'm in tears. Like I guess like Venom has always been, always been, like, my, out of all, like, Spider-Man's, like, big bads and, like, mm. who Spider-Man, like, does, does not fuck with, like, love Venom. Venom's, like, Eddie Brock as a character is really cool. I just, like, really enjoy his whole shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, now I have to ask the question, what the fuck problem is Eddie Brock from that universe gonna have with Tom Holland's Peter yeah. Parker? When he's gonna it's have weird. beef with a 13-year-old? Like, he's old. gonna see this kid and be like, yo, fuck. But maybe, thing, like, maybe Andrew Garfield is is Tom Hardy's Spider-Man and they're maybe. gonna meet up and they're gonna be there. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because Eddie Brock, as we know him in the Sony-verse now, is not a hater. He's no. not. He's not. This is true. Like, this is true. Like, when you look at Topher Grace Venom, that man was, he was like praying to. to God. He went to church and said, Lord Jesus Christ, I know you believe in loving thy neighbor. Fuck this dude. Strike down my <laughs> enemies. So I forgot he Peter goes Parker to church to pray for Spider-Man he to literally die. Does. I Venom because Peter Parker yeah. is upstairs bonging around in the bell tower. <laughs> yeah, it's good. He straight up takes it to God. He's like, Jesus, fix it because if I do, I'm going to jail. That's what he says. He says, he said God he needs to handle this because I'll go to jail. Like, that's how much of a hater Eddie Brock is. Right. And in the Sony-verse, he's not a... This man, this man eats quinoa. This man loves dogs. Yeah. This he's man so volunteers. He has a nice TV. This man respects people's pronouns. He's a good man. So I don't understand how he's yeah. going to... Because I'm only... I can only imagine that where they're going to take Tom Hardy, Eddie, and Venom is he's right. going to be an ally to Peter. 
Because there is just no way. There is just no way he's going to be like, yo, fuck this kid. Yo, I was a humanitarian for like 15 fucking years. Fuck this high school student (laughs) in particular. What? Bro, did that guy kill Jake Gyllenhaal? I hate him. Yeah, oh, that guy? He killed Mysterio? The man with the drone strikes and shit? Nah. No. That was my guy, man. On Earth 27? Come yeah, I mean, on. I think, From 27? <laughs> I think it feels yeah. like Venom says something like, oh, that guy, right? Like, it feels like Venom knows Spider-Man and Eddie Brock doesn't. I think that, like, what they're trying to say is, like, the Venom symbiote for some reason has some connection to Spider-Man. But what's Venom's beef? I don't what's know. Venom's beef with the like, Spider-Man? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like, I love, and again, this is probably, like, an unpopular opinion, too. Um, this will also be my last thought because okay. I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> You're turning into Tom Hardy in Venom 1. I feel like Eddie Brock right Bring now. Bring the lobster tank lower, please. <laughs> yeah, I am about to lower myself into a lobster tank <laughs> to feel better. I'm going to eat a lobster alive. Um, no. But last and final thought is I adore Tom Holland's Peter Parker, which I do know is like a very weirdly unpopular opinion to have. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people. Hate I don't care about Tom anyone's like opinion what? about Spider-Man actors anymore. I'm just like I like. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. Them. Shut up. <laughs> just very strange. And like again, being the boomer here, have seen all, saw all the Toby Spider-Man in them. theater. I'm old as shit. Like I saw them all. Didn't see any of Garfield. God bless him though. And then have now seen all of the t- the Holland Spider-Mans. Holland, to me, just gives me golden retriever energy. He's just this sweet yes. little good boy. It's just, I just want to kiss him. Like, he's just such a good little boy. Kiss my good head. little boy. Like, so I just can't, like, look, I know why Mr. Alfred Molina wants to fuck with young baby Peter Parker. This tracks to me. This makes sense. Like, he's right. just an angry fucking cantankerous old man. Like, there's an absolutely clear, and then... You know, if if Willem Dafoe is in it, Green Goblin's a fucking lunatic. He's a freak <laughs> off a leash. Like that man's a freak. He's a damn Unhinged. He's just he's he's a freak. <laughs> but like, Sony Venom doesn't have freak energy. No. Like he's actually like kind of chill. He's like Eddie. I need to tell you something. Like that's a very <laughs> okay. You're here to have a a really it's thank a you, very my Venom impression. The cough um, is worth yeah. it because the venom was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, venom and Eddie talk to each other. Like, there's never a moment where Venom, like, yes, Venom does be like, you know, I want to eat Mrs. Chen. No, you can't eat Mrs. Chen. Like, there's moments where he's like, oh, you know, man. saying these things. But he still, like, <clears throat> is an intelligent enough creature where he's not just like i want to like he knows who not to kill he knows who to kill Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm just wondering like what beef does he have with peter fucking (laughs) with the little baby face top what did tom what mr holland what did you do what did you do do to make this fucking Creature just, so mad, so like I just to, like, the unless TV like, we find out that, that like you know, uncomfortable. 
Maybe like, he beat him like, in like Peter's parents like drone striked Venom's planet or something like that. I don't. I really don't know. Well, maybe what, we're gonna yeah. get like well Spider Verse. Maybe we're gonna get like of Venom's planet Spider Man. Maybe they Ooh. have beef, so it's like a Venom's a, a yeah like Spider Man on Venom's planet. They're like the slugs of the of Venom's planet, just like <laughs> right. ruining gardens. You know, mm-hmm. like gross. The peonies. <laughs> just like oh, uh, get them out of here. That's what Real I was assuming. Like, ugh, anyway, ugh. yeah. So right. I'm interested to see where that goes. But thank you guys for having me. Yeah, well, fucking thank <laughs> you for coming. Yeah, please feel better soon. Oh my god. Thank you for spending your final moments with us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you. I am now going to be overcome by the parasite inside of me. I don't think I'm gonna get any fun, sexy powers from yeah. this or a, yeah. a, a fun symbiotic relationship. But we'll yeah, just find like out. a friend. Um, you should have put the symbiotic. Yeah, overall, I will screen. say I give this movie a solid six out of ten. And if you know anything about my number rating scale, I know Jackson. We had a full discussion about this post Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad was about an eight point five out of ten for me. The closest film this year to get to a 10 was The Green Knight, which was a 9.5 out of 10. So that kind of gives you a scale. I think giving Venom 2 What's a 10 a out of 10? What's a 10 out of 10? Just so that we a can... A 10 out of 10 for can me. gauge the scale. Ah! Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 1, Curse of the Black Pearl. 10 out of 10. Ooh, true. Valid. Perfect film. Valid. Perfect film. Solid film. I really absolutely no notes. That movie, top to bottom, is just... Not the rest of them. It made like, us all want a pirate boyfriend. It makes sense. It inspired Marcus I was... to get destroyed a by the boyfriend. internet company. Yep. It's just... You saw Jack Sparrow do it. Trust me, I have been begging Marcus for fucking years now to do a picture show for Pirates of the Caribbean. I told him this so many fucking times. Right. Like, gun to his head. Like, like this is your deathbed dying wish. He should do it. Yeah. He should me do it. croaking right now. I feel like the fucking frog from Shrek 3, Shrek's father-in-law, when he's like, Shrek. <laughs> your last will and testament. Yeah. You're not singing Live and Let is, Die. Yeah, I will be. You will see me on the Cosmonaut Picture Show for um, Pirates 1. For All sure. right, putting it out on the internet in the ether. There it is. <laughs> Someone tweet, tweet at Marcus right now. We need a picture show for Pirates of the Caribbean. We need it now. Uh, that's that's it. I have want. nothing to plug as of right now. I will have something to plug soon, actually. We've got content cooking Wait. up in the lab for my own channel, my own TikTok. Keep your eyes on my Twitter account, which is at Megan's the Worst. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bye, guys. Meg. Thank you for showing up. Going to go lay in a bath and listen to Eminem's Venom now on a loop. <laughs> Venom. There we go. <laughs> we are going to Venom, Venom. 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 <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. All right. So, uh, hey, and just a heads up, we're not done. We're going to keep talking for a while. Follow. Get your ass back in your chair. If, you, if you're done, about to I'm leave, leaving. it's okay if you want to leave, but follow before you do. Follow I need to get my computer charger. I'm actually leaving. Oh. <laughs> okay, intermission. intermission. I see all of you leaving the hockey game in the third quarter. Get back here. <laughs> leaving the ice rink. Uh, okay, let me just adjust our stream setting here. Intermission, go get a snack, stand up, get a, you know, stretch. I thought I was fully charged, but I, I checked and I was like, 30% right when we started. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, so here's, here's my rebuttal 
Um, uh huh. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm fucking up the whole stream live on camera. Uh, is that so? So Megan said. This is brought to you by Fruity's Grape. Uh, Fruity's Grape. Candy. Candy. <laughs> if you love fruit and grape, know. get on in there. Candy. Get it grape all up is in you. Fruit. When I start I like a grape candy food company, I'm gonna have the tagline be "Get it all up in you." Uh, okay. I shove it, it would shove make it me right in. Whatever it is, your gluten-free waffles or whatever. So <laughs> your gluten-free bullshit. <laughs> fuck you. Meg, Meg seemed very upset, and now that she's gone, I'm just gonna dunk her. Like now right we can in the dunk on can. her. Yes. Now that she's dead. Now that she has died, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Cosmonaut Meg, but you know, you gotta speak ill of the dead. That's what they say. That's uh, what they do say. Uh, the, so she didn't like that Shriek was in it, that it was like Carnage has like a girlfriend. That's like the most important thing in the movie to me. Yeah, I do like that Like part. what the hell? <laughs> it, because I think, I mean, like I said, this movie is thematically all about relationships. And I have like one criticism in relationship to this that I'll get to in just a second. But like that relationship that is like the core of the thematics of that movie is like the way that woody harrelson and naomi harris like interact with each other and the way that carnage comes in and like splits a wedge in between them and the way that like you know i think it's really like not like in a subtextual bullshit way i think it's like really literally and specifically like dealing with polyamory i think it's dealing with like all of these these different facets of like the kinds of weird non-traditional relationships that people can have and like the pros and cons and the way that those things don't always work out exactly the same for everybody and how complicated it can be when you know nothing means anything you know and like it's good that nothing means anything cuz it shouldn't but like there are there are responsibilities that come with that that are hard tricky um, which I think is 100% of the thing. Because part of that also is, like, Venom and Eddie, when they, like, break up and Venom goes to the club and he's like, oh, he just didn't like me because I was an alien. You guys get me. He was mean to me for no reason. And then Carnage is like, why didn't you tell everybody that I was abused? That's why I killed all those people. And he's like, fuck you, dude. And, like, Venom <laughs> learns that lesson. He's like, oh, I was being really shitty to Eddie Brock, my husband. And, like, that's, like, his arc that's like what's I've happening said that shout out a to thousand my friend times. eddie who is gay <laughs> right <laughs> and like and, and he like overcomes that impulse to like make excuses for yourself based on this that or the other thing that is has happened to you or whatever mm-hmm. and carnage has absolutely no capacity to do that he just continues to murder people and are like i don't know it's because i was abused and everyone's like not a good excuse uh yeah and well it, uh, i i already kind of said it but like i just i wish we I wish we leaned into the horror element of it aesthetically more right. and story-wise more. Because, like, I, I I already said it, but, like, our, we are so obsessed with true crime, like, as a society. And, like, what that means to be obsessed with true crime. Like, how, like, glorifying serial killers is awful and terrible because they are never geniuses. They are never so handsome. It's literally just the police... Fucking up and not collecting evidence and being racist. That's always what it is. So, like, that conversation is there. And it's a conversation that we are often having as as a society. Like, what is your responsibility in enjoying serial killers and true crime? And is there a responsible way to do that? And is there an irresponsible way to do that? So, to have the serial killer character and to have Eddie 
give him an audience of the entire everybody who reads the Daily Bugle right. to give him that audience and like to engage with him so much and to just like not talk about it at all. And I also don't remember what their relationship was. Did is are, is he in the first movie at all? Well, like that's. Uh, it's just that the pacing is so weird too, right? Yeah, like, like he's, it's, a, he's in a in an end credit scene, kind of, right? Yeah, At the very that's end right. Of yeah, well, because he's like, I always liked you, Eddie, and I'm like, when the fuck did you meet? Well, that's no, I think the idea thing. is just that he's a journalist and he has become notorious yeah. for being a dang ass freak. And Cletus is like, I like the uh, yeah. cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> I saw that lobster like, tank it's, shit it's on the news. That- <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like it's, I, I mean, it's just, whole- but it feels like this movie, like it's. Like it feels like I got dropped into like the fourth episode of a of a TV show and of I, a like, mini series where I like I ca- I can kind they're still kind of introducing just, yeah. things and it I feels still like when know I started watching on, Pushing Daisies that show and I I accidentally started the second season before I started the first season and they like did a recap and I was like this is too much this is too <laughs> yeah, much wait, for what? the first episode yeah. and then I was like oh wait no it's not. It's, I'm just stupid. But, like, yeah. this movie, it does feel, it kind of feels like, oh, yeah, He's you should stupid. be picking up on this relationship and this relationship, and this has all been, this has all been happening. And, like, I don't want it to just, I don't want to be everything to be explained to me, but there was just so much that has been introduced that it, it either, like, and needed to be longer or, yeah. like, they just mm. needed to pare down. Like, maybe, like, shriek, is it shriek or scream? I got it's confused. <laughs> It's true. Shri- when, yeah. Like maybe she doesn't need a mortal enemy. Maybe she doesn't need one. Maybe there only yeah, needs the to be thing two with the mortal enemies. Was a little, it was like one, like, one great. Like they just many. needed to, like you know, like Vogue, like take one, one thing off before you leave the house. Right, like right. it was just because at that point when it was like bouncing back in between like Shriek's thing and Venom's thing, and then back to like Woody Harrelson and Shriek getting married, and then back like there was just so much back and forth. That it got to the like it was it was similar to Venom one where like the timing it, it I couldn't tell if it was happening over like seventeen days or one hour like right. just it was <clears throat> like just the it it gets so convoluted and like at 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 some point it breaks down in my brain where I'm like what what is the timeline I yeah. just need to know <laughs> right. the timeline I, like I need there to be less stuff or I need it to be longer like mm-hmm. I think that would just help so much. I, um, I think what I wanted for the serial killer kind of subplot is I remember it was talking about the Jean Benet Ramsey case, whereas there was this guy, this reporter who was talking to this guy who was a suspect, and he was basically trying to get him to admit that he did it. So he's like pretending to be friends with this crazy pedophile murderer and trying to pretend like he's okay with all of the things that he's saying to him in order to like save that relationship so that he'll tell him like if he did it and he like gets to the end of it and they like they I think they arrest him or something and he just says like that was the hardest year of my life talking to this man and having to pretend that I was okay with these horrible things in order to maybe do something good right like I remember and that's real life that's (laughs) that's a real story And so, like, I think that's kind of what I wanted with Eddie and Cletus. Like, I wanted, like, Venom to, like, be super into, like, diving deep into this crazy guy's thoughts in order to solve the mystery. And I wanted Eddie to be like, I can't, I don't need this shit in my brain. Like, I can't handle this. Like, this is terrible. Like, I kind of wanted, like... I just, I wanted some conversation about it because it's such a main point that, like... 
He's crazy. He's a serial killer. Like, Carnage in the comics is fucking terrifying. And it's just like, we just don't talk about it at all. And when we do talk about it, it's like a sentence and then we're done and then we kill him. So it's like, I just, I wanted something. I wanted that drama. I wanted that emotion. But Carnage wasn't in the, there. in the jail when he's ripping through all those guys. Pretty cool. Yeah, cool. pretty cool. Okay, look. Well, but in that, that part's super cool. But with, it's literally people watching a serial killer get executed. Like he is still like performing. Yeah. Like he is still being ridiculed and consumed by the public in being executed. Like that's huge. And he has that line where he's like, "If you could like tell my fans, like there, like there's all these little tiny bits and." pieces and scraps that they give us that I think you could really weave together into something really like interesting and really deep but they just don't they just leave us those scraps and I want more I want those scraps to be sewn together here are uh I want to spend I don't have like as much of a comic book corner for this as I did about Shang-Chi um but I do have that I want to get to one just little miscellaneous thing I wanted to say that doesn't have like a good place (laughs) I don't know I think that yeah I think that like um the the thing about Venom, one, is that one of the biggest things... I think things that's what the first movie should have been called. <laughs> Venom, the thing about Venom Oh, the thing about Venom. There's something about Venom. <laughs> There's something about Venom. <laughs> when Venom met Carnage. <laughs> um, but uh, is that that movie is, like, very horny, right? Like, yes. that movie has, like, a yeah. weird sexuality that is, like, part of the allure of it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that ambient sexuality is what leaks into, like, Eddie and Venom and their whole thing and what makes that whole thing tick. And It does look where he makes out in the Venom scene. Exactly. Gets so squishy. Yeah. Hot as fuck. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, but I think that this movie, where while it does really, really embrace all those elements ideologically, intellectually, it, in the script, like, these ideas are all very, very much there. The movie itself, thematic or like tonally, not not, not very horny. horny, pretty sexless. Like it's not. I want it to be a little bit sexier. Yeah, to be it's honest. Past yeah, honeymoon phase. When Venom goes to like the like whatever the fuck that is, that concert, that festival, that, club, that yeah. thing that's almost Day of the Dead, but it's not. Whatever the hell it is, yeah, just <laughs> we're just fun. having fun. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just like a when fun he, club. When he goes to that and he's like all decked out, and they're like, "Hey, cool guy!" Like that's not what I want. I want. Yeah, no. I that want Venom be... to be sexy as hell. <laughs> that should be like. I want everyone to be like, "Ooh!" Like that's what I want. And they didn't. They were just like, "Cool costume, bro." <laughs> yeah, yeah like, they no, did not. That beat that was sh- like the same thing over and over again, where they're just like. I like your costume, dude. Like it, it's like that <laughs> yeah. scene in um, it's like the the Feast of Fools in uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. It, yeah. But if they never figured out that it was just his face, they just kept going. I like it. I like your mask. <laughs> right. That's cool. That's I like costume, you bro. for you, yeah. Quasimodo. Uh, and and yeah, no, I, I mean, don't see you as been... a monster. <laughs> It should have been way sexier. It should have been R-rated. It should have been like a fetish club. It should have been him like. Well, I think Eddie should have been like looking for Venom, and he'd be like, "Have you seen like a big guy?" And they're like, "Do you mean the sexy as hell guy that keeps walking around, (laughs) so fucking hot? Do you mean that guy? Like, that's what I wanted." Uh, I don't know. Here's the deal, though, about the the fallacy of the relationship uh, subtext is that Venom is like hella abusive, bro. Yeah. No. Yeah. And well, that's we not touched good. on that a little bit too. I don't think I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to think about it that way because I think that <laughs> I know this this movie. I mean, I don't know. It, 
as soon as we, I think it's a really awkward slippery slope when you start looking at like yeah. fictional relationships in movies and like designating with things a sludge as, like, monster. A, yeah, with a sludge yeah. monster and being like, this is abusive behavior because it's like, well, it's. <laughs> You know, I mean, this these are not a set of circumstances that will ever happen to a human person. So, like, I don't know if person, that's, yeah. like, it's abusive well, to like force someone's my... someone's con- TV out the window. Right. That's very real. But, like, but I think that... You, I, can, you can kill someone's chicken. <laughs> right. I just think that's an overly literal way of looking at it because, like... I mean, yes, yes, it's, it's just because about... It's just about, yeah. trigger word, yeah. Too, so yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, I think it is, like, it's, abusive in a certain way. Like, they have a bad relationship. They're exactly. lashing out at each other intentionally trying to hurt each other that's the point and then they do some learning they figure things out they come together as a as a couple as a, as a pair of individuals not people as a pair of kings a pair of kings uh, you drop this king and <laughs> then you know it's all about like open lines of communication and like fixing the things that are not going well which i think is the important thing not necessarily the nitty-gritty of like i don't know mm-hmm. what is it is it abusive behavior to use force mind control on your partner it's like i don't know who cares uh i, just, I mean it's, it's abusive but it's, maybe. <laughs> maybe i just i like i like i like the scenes where eddie and is like being puppeted around like that and oh, you can right. like tell that they're working together like the parts where tom hardy can really just sink into that unhingedness <laughs> yeah like it feels similar to like the lobster tank where he's like just like I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it, and because he's the one, like it's his body, he's right. acting those things, so it's <laughs> so good. I wish that like it felt more. Like, I don't know. I I like that stuff. Like I wish that it felt well, like bigger in the script. <laughs> like that he and and like Cletus had this this problem, like this back and forth. You know, like it it just it all felt so fast, and I right. I, I do appreciate this movie being. Not 17 hours long, especially mm-hmm. since I saw it last night at 10:15 p.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. But like, I don't know. I was like, why did it? Why is it going so quickly? Like, it goes from like, like we're in the jail talking to, to him like, to yeah, to like, uh, like doing all of the drawings. Like, and we don't even get to look at them. He's like, look at this. No, look at this. No, look at this. <laughs> oh, but did you see the mountains? The and then yeah. you go to the yeah. mountains, and then. Like you're like, wait, what? What's going on? How are and then there's too like many twelve all dead bodies in one spot, <laughs> and you're like, wait, you're like, hold they on didn't a second. know he like <laughs> what? Like, I didn't know that this was even happening. I thought that they were just getting an interview, but he's like solving the mystery of <laughs> murder, whatever. Like the bit so where Tom Hardy is like drawing with like two hands at the same oh, time. Oh, it's so good. It's so fucking great. I think that's so funny. And well, like so I don't know. Things- I think one of the things about this is that just like on that like, you know, on indescribable level, like this movie just works for me in a lot of ways that it just didn't seem to work for it just you guys. Connects. It connects with oh, you. I don't know, 98% of people it seems, but like I don't know. There's something about it just like hit me exactly where it is because that's the other thing. As I transition into comic book corner, I've been a Venom guy my whole life. Like the one of the first comic books I ever bought off the shelf was uh, Colin Bunn and Declan Shalvey's run on Venom, where it was Flash Thompson. That was, like, one of the first things I ever got. That was, like, the first series I ever followed. So, like, and I've been collecting Venom all the time, ever since then. I have... Venom, Venom, Venom. Uh, ve- venom. I'll get a random, <laughs> get em, Venom. Uh, that's what's going on in my head all the time. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, it's... 
I, one of the things that I was really fascinated by, because a lot of this stuff, I there's this weird online phenomena that I've noticed a lot where people like after Venom came out, people were like, uh, if you're mad about it being so gay, you've obviously never read a comic book because they're just like that. That's not because they're gay. True. Yeah, it's like it's not really true. Like, I mean, you know, because there are like particular panels from different comic books that people like to spread around. That's like them talking very yeah. coupley. But like the thing about it is that like the in the comic books, Venom doesn't have like an internal monologue like Venom doesn't speak. Uh, and he does now. But that was only because they like added that, <laughs> you know, like it was like yeah. four years ago, I think. Uh, it was, like, at the beginning of, of, uh, Donny Cates' run, he was like, what if I gave Venom a dialogue? And that was, like, a new thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Right. Uh, and, like, you know, and obviously I'm not trying to say that, like, uh, because I think people, like, put a lot of weird emphasis on accuracy when they're talking about the value of things, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm, And I'm here to say that Venom 1 being that way... (laughs) it's <laughs> is, yeah. is not accurate at all it isn't i'm sorry mm-hmm. but that doesn't make it less good that doesn't make it less valuable it doesn't make it less interesting um mm-hmm. and you know like the the homoeroticism of it is like i don't know you, you could argue for it because it, i mean that's like sort of inherently in the idea but like yeah. totally and textually like, sometimes it does come out more and sometimes it just doesn't like yeah. it's like yeah. the people who are saying like, like the comics are just like UK. that you gotta read the comics it's just wrong like they clearly have man it. Like, well me. they just really want people to read the comic comics is what it is yeah, i mean maybe. i remember like it there's this weird there's this weird like subculture of comic people who are like not really that not to gate not to gatekeep anything but like right. are not really that deep into comics like right. they're very into kind of like the new stuff and so, but they've got a lot of opinions about the MCU, but because they're not super deep into the comics, they're yeah. just wrong. No, that's like, the I thing. Well, the, I think it's the whole thing with the Avengers with Hawkeye is that they were like, why'd they not make him deaf? Like, he's been deaf forever. And he's like, he's not been deaf forever. That's a very why'd they new not make him in the purple? comics. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, uh, I don't, don't get it. <laughs> but I do think people like when things are the same and they, cause they like to know about things and I mean, we've all gone through it, be it Harry Potter or right. for me, it was the Hunger Games when I was like, mm. oh, my God, they made the cat brown. The cat yeah, is yeah. supposed to be yellow. Right. Its name is Buttercup. And you're like, what? <laughs> Ever. Whatever. <laughs> like, literally, whatever. Nobody cares. Because, like, like, yeah. the thing is that we're in different mediums, brothers. Like, mm. they're, if you're writing about a kitty cat, then you're going to say the cat is yellow because you can't see if the cat is brown or not right. with just words. Yeah. But yeah. in a movie, you can see what color the cat is, so you don't need to know. But, right. like, that's the thing. It's like movie, like, they can be different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter because it's still, it, it functions in its own way, and it's very, it's a fun, interesting take on the character. Yeah. Any like, person who's thing. like, the book is better, I'm at the point in my life where I'm just like, fuck yeah. you. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. Uh, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, uh, this is, I don't know. People don't read comic books. They don't. Like, obviously, yeah. some people do. It's an art form that exists that people intake every day. But almost every <laughs> single time you see somebody online talking about, like, in a pop culture setting or, like, something goes viral about, like, what happens in the comics, 
Uh, they probably read about it on an article that somebody read on, like, you know, whatever. Like, people don't read comic books, and it's yeah, infuriating. And you saw like, that in a Watch Mojo te- top ten. Exactly, I know you yeah. Did. yeah. I mean, comic books have kind of turned into, like, a telephone game of, like, what totally. happened in the comics. Where yeah. people love these characters, and they want to know what's going on in the stories, but they just, like, won't commit to putting the time and energy and money into actually reading, reading the them. comics. Yeah. 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 And so okay. people well, just repeat here's... things and they like know what happens in the comics and they, you know, act like comic book enthusiasts. I shouldn't say that because like they I have a question. Yeah. What's up? What do you think is like for people, if they hear this and they're like, I want to get into comics, but like, it just feels really intimidating or like, I don't have the funds. Like, right. what do you think is like the best way for someone to start? Like, what, so as like, and Jackson has a yeah. thesis on this. Yeah, I mean, it's because that's the thing is that they're really intimidating, but they're not actually as as obtuse as they seem. Um, it's yeah. first of all, like comic books can be very expensive. That's true, but uh, Marvel, DC, and Comicsology all have subscription services that are ten dollars or less per month, where you just get access to this like huge library of digital comics. Uh, Marvel is the best one, but it's the most expensive. Uh, because I, Marvel Unlimited is what the service is called. I've been subscribed to that for years. I have basically never wanted to read something that didn't end up being on there. Like that library is basically, you know, obviously it's not literally every Marvel comic book that exists, but because that's a lot, but you would never notice. You wouldn't know the difference. Uh, anything notable that you might be interested in is there. Um, and DC is also What's very like, good, but it's a little bit scanter. Like, every once in a while, you'll be like, oh, I've heard about this. And you get on there, and it's like, it's not on there. And it's like, well, it probably will be eventually, damn. but it's not right now. It's newer. Um, and then Comixology is all third-party stuff. So, like, you know, like Image and IDW. I read Spawn on there. That kind of stuff. Um, and What's something that would be easy for someone to, like, start with? Well, that's the thing. It, that was, the next thing is, like, where do I start is always the question. And it's... Uh, the thing about comic books is everybody just assume they sort of think that comic books are like one long story that started when with Amazing yeah. Spider-Man number one, and you in order to understand what's happening, yeah. yeah, in order to understand what's happening in Amazing and Spider-Man, Spider-Man is seventy-five year old man, eight hundred and forty that came out this year. You gotta have read all of them, which is literally the least true thing ever. I that's mm-hmm. one of those things when I hear whenever there's like a little thread, it's like how to start comic books or whatever. There's always somebody who's like. Oh, I don't know. I just feel like I really always want to be caught up. Like I'd want to start from issue number one. It's like literally, do not. You cannot think don't like do that. that. Don't, yeah. don't do, do that. Don't do that. But I like that's the thing is that like I don't think people are super familiar with that right. though. Like if you're like I want to start the office, what should I do? You're like watch episode <laughs> one. Yeah. Sometimes I guess they're like just don't. You don't need to watch the first episode. It doesn't matter. But yeah. like. A lot of times, if you're like, I think I want to watch something or I want to watch a movie, like, right. no one would ever be like, yeah, definitely don't read the first book. Yeah. You should just skip to the third. Like, <laughs> right. it's just people right. are unfamiliar with it. And so that's that's the next thing is, like, giving an actual answer of, like, where to start is, like, the the thing about comic books is that obviously they want people to read them. <laughs> like, they're not engineering <laughs> these things to be obtuse and hard to get into. Every, you know, with Marvel and DC, yeah. um, uh... Basically, because, you know, you could say the same thing for third party, kind of. But the thing about third party comic books is that they're not like part of a bigger universe. If you're like, oh, I want to read Invincible. Mm -hmm. It's like Invincible number one. Obviously, that's what the story is. There's like 100 issues of it. Like that is it. Read it. Uh, But uh, with Marvel and DC, with these like legacy characters that have had their own series since 1945, uh, 
basically, this wasn't always the case, but basically any 21st century comic book series, um, they will restart them over from number one all the time. If, mm-hmm. if you see a comic book and it's like, oh, this is Venom number one, crack it open. That number one means, hey, Joseph, uh, get on in here. This is just for you. We engineered this. So we for see this for you, Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Like number one means come on in and read this. It's going to be as easy as possible uh-huh. to get into this. It's being written as a jumping on point. Anything that happens in this book, if it's any good. Uh, is is going to be written with the intention of, like, explaining things to you as they're happening. You don't need to have this back catalog of knowledge. I think that one of the roadblocks people run up against a lot is that they sort of, like... You know, if you if you watch a movie and some character you don't recognize comes on screen and they say, Oh, what's up, uh, uh, Flavio? Uh, how's, how's the ship going? You'd be like, noted. That's Flavio. He has... Maybe he's a captain mm-hmm. of a ship, something about a ship. And you just remember that and you learn about the character as it goes on. Whereas like with comic books where you kind of think you're expected to know everything, even though you aren't, like it'll be like, here's a new character. and It'll be like, oh, I'm Flavio. Hey, what's up, Flavio? How's the ship? People will be like, who the fuck's Flavio? How am I supposed to keep up with this? I don't know who this guy is. Like, what yeah. Like, what was I supposed to have read to know who that guy is? And it's just not Where's the way... Where's ship? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, just not the way that these things work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. you've got to understand, yeah. especially if you're starting a series over from the beginning, uh, from the beginning mm-hmm. of a series, like, at a number one that's, like, an engineer jumping yeah. on point. Like, just let it be. It's like you're sitting down at a movie. If you sit down to Venom, you're not like, I don't know anything about these characters. How am I supposed to know? It's like, this is it. You're ex- this is yeah. the beginning. You're expected to be started here. <laughs> Obviously, there's 40 yeah. years of other Venom stories behind this. But like this story, like all the others, is being manufactured in a way that it exists mm-hmm. as its own uh, thing. And Spider-Man also does that thing a lot where when someone shows up, they'll be like, from issue whatever. Or like if a yeah. conflict is mentioned, right. they'll be like, that's from this issue. Yeah. And, and reading the comics, I was always like, Great, but I imagine there are some people that are like, I gotta read that issue to understand what's right. going on now. Yeah. It's like, no, they're just telling. I tell you, this like, is a reference to something else. And ninety-nine yeah. percent of the <laughs> time, <laughs> it's not fundamental to understanding the story. You could just be yeah. like, oh, yeah. I guess he had a fight with the Rhino three issues ago. That uh, me- that's why his shoulder's broken. I guess I don't know. Move wow, on, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah. So, but that's the thing is that you know, comic books are complicated, and like. That's, like, a general rule of thumb is, like, number one means new story, start here. But, like, every once in a while, like, Marvel especially has this habit of, like, doing these big reboots and, like, forcing uh, writers to, like, start over from number one, like, in the middle of something, kind of. Mm. And you get, like, a second number one that's, like, you know, we'll still do the 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 work of, like... In- Jumping on. Of, like, yeah, yeah, introducing people to things, but it's still very clearly, yeah. like... <laughs> not the beginning of the story, you know? Um, yeah. Like, my favorite comic book series of all time is Daredevil by Mark Wade and Chris Somney. And that one does that. There's, it got, like, 36 issues, and then it started over from issue one again, and it got, like, 14 more issues. Same writer, same illustrator, dealing with the same overarching plot structure, just started over from number one mm-hmm. for no reason. So, if, you know, I think if you started from that second number one not knowing... Like, I don't think it would be, like, totally overwhelming, but you'd definitely be like, I was supposed to have read something. Yeah, there's yeah, something like, missing. I'm yeah. missing something. Um, but yeah. so the, the good... Like, this seems like it might be season two of Pushing Days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, the, the biggest rule of thumb, because this applies for, like, comic books, like, that are old as much as comic books that are new, and in basically any time that even if the numbers don't exactly line up like that, 
anything that is like the beginning of a writer's run on something, which isn't necessarily as easy to see just by like looking at the cover of a comic book. But if you'd like just yeah. do the cursory research to look at things, you'll see like, oh, I'm really interested. It would in... be great if they're like Robert Kring number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you'd be like, oh, I'm really, really interested in Walt Simonson's Thor run. You can look it up like Walt Simonson's Thor run. And it'll say like, oh, that starts on issue 380, yeah. whatever. Google Google is your friend. Google Rob. is your friend. Google is and your friend. You start there and you'd be like, oh, this is this writer's first issue on Thor. They're doing a lot of work to introduce a lot of things, even though it's not like advertised as a jumping on point because it's the 80s and they haven't figured out how to do that yet it's still like the 80s and it's bad no they're good uh yeah is that like these these this is this writer's first issue on this thing they are starting their thing and even if they're like you know obviously like pulling from whatever like just happened previously it's still like this is kind of a new thing this is like a new era and a new voice so that that is the the truest rule of thumb is to like start Mm -hmm. where and so yeah just like pick a character you like and like either just look at the shelf and be like, what's the series going on right now? I'll read number one and catch up or be like, Google, what are the best Hulk ones? And so we'll be like, Oh, Peter David on Hulk. <laughs> Hulk good. Oh, Al Ewing on Give Hulk. Good. You know, that, that kind of thing. Give Hulk good. Um, and Give also just come carnage. to terms with the fact that there are not always good ones for every character. Uh, yes. When I was sometimes making, comics are bad. That's, that's what I was kind of talking about with Shang-Chi is like, if somebody was like, what's a great Shang-Chi story? I'd be like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like he's in some good stories, but they're not like about yeah. him. Like, yeah. uh, like when the Loki finale aired, spoilers for Loki, kind of. Uh, people were like, "Oh, Kang the Conqueror, so exciting! I love Kang the Conqueror as an idea. What are some great Kang stories?" And you'd be like, "I know of some Kang stories that are all right. Yeah. <laughs> like I read them and finished them, but there's not like a." a great Kang the Conqueror story, you know? Like, sometimes you just gotta deal yeah. with that. There's a reason why he was introduced in the Loki series. Which, <laughs> yeah. Cinematic universe. To loop it back around, though, I think that's kind of true of, of Carnage, as much as I love him. Like, I think that... Uh, what about when he gets ripped in half and thrown into space? That's cool, but that's an Avengers series, you know? That's fair. Uh, and, like, because the thing about Carnage is that, like, he is not a super complicated guy. <laughs> like, very, yeah. very rarely... Likely to destroy! Yeah. Fun to Very, eat. very rarely do Carnage stories have much more going on than, like, what if we got a really cool and talented artist to, like, draw this guy who's, like, gooey and sharp at the same time? And you're like, yo, that sounds sick. And you're like, holy shit, this is tight. Most of the time I it like is. both you know? of those things. Um... But I do like the way that they designed Carnage in this movie. I don't know if I got oh, yeah. pushed back from you guys. He's it reminded got, like, me. Have you guys ever? Things. Have you guys watched The Thing? John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, of course, of course. He, Every version. Yeah, he looks like John Carpenter's The Thing. He's like a flesh He's monster. Goopy. He's just He's goopy. looks yeah, like sure goopy. red flesh that's like doing its own thing. I think it's cool. Yeah, no, I loved I loved Carnage's whole thing. There is that moment where he spins so fast that he makes a tornado. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I wasn't so sure about yeah, that. That class. No, 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 no. I loved that. That's incredible. I loved you that. Loved I was that? like, okay. I was like, get that's this fine. camp in my brain. Like I that is camp. like that stupid. That, that stupid comic book stuff where, like, of course he can spin so fast he created yeah, a tornado. Yeah, he spins so like, fast he makes a tornado. Space alien you. clone thing. <laughs> like, why not? Like, right. he yeah. just, he can, like, move, move, what is the word I'm looking for? Move his, I don't know. Move his body. Like, manipulate <laughs> his body to the point <laughs> okay. where, like, there's, 
there's just holes everywhere and like yeah. you know that Cletus is somewhere in that guy <laughs> right, but yeah. not anymore because there's yeah. just a dang hole through him but it's you know it's fun Where's it's cool and funny skill? and silly yeah. and gross and cool and yeah. and great <laughs> um what else do we have anything else to say i feel like we've all laid out I our mean, cases the, pretty the well fight, the final fight in the church where they're like the bell is ringing and they're becoming the symbiotes and going back to just the guys fighting and then going back into symbiotes and all that shit is just so right so good and even even carnage breaking shriek out of jail uh right. prison so x-men prison is yeah. tight as hell where he just like becomes this huge mass that just like consumes everything and picks up everything right. he just like becomes huge and then even as like sh- and then like interacting with Shriek and he just like shrinks like it's just it's so it's so cool it's so right. good. Uh, and that's another. I like the. Thing. Oh, it's it's kind of interesting that like, it feels like they're taking a lot of the like classic Eddie Brock Venom stuff and sort of like making it about Carnage instead in this one. Like the fact mm-hmm. that it's all in the church at the end is like very much like Eddie Brock's thing. Like we were joking about it earlier. Please God, kill Spider Man. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. It feels like they're, like, transposing a lot of, like, villain Eddie Brock Venom stuff onto Carnage instead, which I think is kind of interesting. I don't know. I I did like when Eddie Brock was like, I'll let you eat anyone. Don't eat that freaking priest, dude. Like, don't (laughs) do it. That was, like, I like that because, like, it it gives him, because you know, I know, we know, like, Eddie Brock is, like, devoutly Catholic. Like, he's, like, a Christian. Like, that's part of his character. And, like, it's fun that instead of being, like, you know this guy, he's Catholic. Like, it's just, like, a little, like, grounded world building. Like, it makes Eddie feel more like a, a human being rather than, yeah. like, right. I hate, I hate Peter Parker and I hate Spider-Man. Yeah. And I hate, well, I, think, I hate everything. I, like, because I'm all about that, like, that, like, religious trauma, like, imagery. Like, I want that. Like, especially with, with Cletus Cassidy, like we we tell you all of these things. They are classic horror movie elements. Like I was in a school for bad kids after being after murdering my mom and there's nuns and priests in a school and then right. we're in a church. Like there's so much imagery mm. there to use and they don't. Like if Cletus Cassidy was like, Dear God, please kill Venom, I would be like, <laughs> Yes. Right, that thank you. Yeah. Like that's what I want and they don't do that. Yeah. Like they just well, they don't just go as bananas as Sam Raimi is with this fucking God, please kill Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of, like, I, I did enjoy this, the, like, different ways that they explored some of the backstory, just, like, the animation style or whatever they shot, different things. Yeah, which but seemed just, kind like, of isn't... cheating. It seemed like you stole Harley Quinn's thing, right. which is fine because I liked but, it I Harley mean, it, Quinn, that exists but, in, know. like, other things, but it yeah, just does yeah, yeah, feel yeah. like that, like, we... So you can say, oh, abusive dad killed his grandma, killed his mom. Like, you can say yeah. those things, but you, like, don't actually feel it for the character. Like, you don't. Yeah. You, you start you, with like, him, like, already in jail. And then you, like, kind of make me feel with, it later. Yeah. yeah. Like, with that weird, like, actor who was doing, <laughs> they added in the voiceover of Woody Harrelson. It, like, super doesn't look right at all, but it's, it's fine. It's okay. But, yeah. I it wanna, just, like, okay. it just makes... Cletus feel less grant like like a real person or less right. like a threat just because you it, it's just like a, an archetype that we're used to already. 
I'm sorry. I just wanted to break it. I was just looking at something else while you were talking because I need to go find my review. But when you Google Venom on Letterboxd, there comes up a lot of lists that are like Venom ranked <laughs> with often, <laughs> but not always, two movies in them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and first of all, almost all of them are ranking Venom 1 above Venom 2, which is false. First of all. No, they're, they're right, Jackson. Second of all, most of them just have the one movie in them, which is Venom. So, like, what is going on? on- so, in 2017, they made yeah. that list of Venom <laughs> they, they knew. They knew. I'm going to start ranking Tenet movies. And, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking tell Andy Serkis you guys are saying such mean things about his movie. By the way, no, listen, Andy. You made a good movie. No, you just didn't go. I didn't fuck say that. You horny enough, Andy. <laughs> no, you need to be horny. No, I said I'm saying that it's on the editing team. Like you can tell that there probably was stuff in there, but they were like the the studio said too long, too, too long Venom movie. Too I don't long. think that that's correct, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think- that's what they said. They said. 97 minutes only <laughs> that you know what has taught me that that's probably not the case is every movie that's come out in the last five years when was the last time a superhero movie was less than two hours like and come they on. told them exactly. you have to they said venom's always <laughs> yeah. tiny he's small <laughs> uh, i just don't want to blame it on andy circus i don't want to do that yeah let me blame somebody else they're just, you know, we needed a, we needed a, we're missing some connective tissue, in my opinion. We All just right. need more ligaments. Well, I'm gonna more tell more ligaments, and it and and it also did kind of feel like Venom one and a half. It felt a little bit like Venom one and a half. It was a little bit of a, a Lion well, yeah. King situation where you're yeah. like, is this a second movie or is this just a longer well, no. continuation of the first? Movie? I think Venom is like one third of a movie. <laughs> That's why it feels yes, like that. Yes, valid. <laughs> yeah. That's valid. exactly. Like, somewhere in between, though, we're going to get Venom 1. Like, the actual Venom 1. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, yeah. A little bit there, and then you, you mix them all together. Yeah. Um, would it be funny to do a dramatic reading to the lyrics of Venom by Eminem? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what do you think? I was going to disagree, but... <laughs> uh, Venom, because you get a get em, when em, the denim. Something Mom's like that. Spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, keep talking. I'm looking at reviews. Say something. Okay, I'm trying to... Oh, well... <laughs> I I was gonna say that this like, movie... Okay, to speak one. back to the fact that the first... It's, it, it's hard to, you know, separate your own experience from the actual movie. Because no. I will say, watching the first Venom with all of you guys, like, fun group, full theater... A couple of drinks inside my body, <laughs> like change changes the dynamic. Whereas yesterday was supposed to see it with a friend, <laughs> things fell through. Went late at night by myself, <laughs> sat in a row by myself with full row above me, full row below me. <laughs> um, I drank half of an icy, and then I had to work this morning. So I was like, Ugh, I'm so tired. It's okay though. I <laughs> like, just don't understand how you can think the, the first one's better. That is so insane to me. I couldn't. I don't know if more, I think it's, it's better. Fun. No, I had more. Fun. I do think. 
I think that this one is a better Venom movie, though. I think it's yes. better as a movie about Venom. Like, it just works more. Need I remind so. you, Adeline, of the final fight at the end between light gray alien and dark gray alien on the gray platform yeah. on an overcast? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, but do you see how happy it makes me <laughs> when you talk about it? Because it's so right. stupid because it was and fun so to bad. Watch. Like, that's, it's fun to watch That's the people. magic of the first Venom yeah. movie. Is that, like, yeah, I, I know that part sucks. No it's fun hilarious. watching Venom one by my Myself. Absolutely not. I would have been like, this is, I would have turned it off. I would have left. I would have been like, but with people, it's fun. All right. This movie, I watched all the way by myself. Uh, do you guys want to hear a one star review of Venom Let There Be Carnage? Yeah. This, do it. This person is not, like, usually, th- like, these are like people who have, like, really weird, bad opinions. But this guy is just a wordsmith. And I just need to <laughs> engage oh, with this. What? I'm so intrigued. This person gave it one star and they said, I could write a lot, but I just don't have the goddamn energy for this asinine horse shit. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, that is like one of the best sentences I've ever read. Like That's the perfect response. No, I disagree with him wholeheartedly, but I got to respect the flow. But that is an amazing response for a lot of other things. Yes. I could write a lot, but I just don't don't have the energy. I don't have the goddamn energy for this asinine horse shit. This guy. Venom, let there be asinine horse shit. Venom, let there be. We should have talked about the title more. It's such a fucking really ridiculous. Awesome let there be title. carnage is a good Venom, title. Venom, let there be carnage. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's like a whole sentence. I can't believe he done yeah. that. Who let uh, there be carnage? Yeah. Let- Venom, did. Venom, let there be carnage. That's yeah. That hadn't been made public yet. That was just our own <laughs> private personal chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was where Jackson learned he's gonna start ha haing something. Yeah, I think. I should start doing a high message. Uh-huh. It's very much a
What was the thing you said the other day that was so funny, Adeline, that I ha-ha'd I, at? I don't remember. Uh, oh, Hard it was say. when you were talking about I Dear Evan Hansen. I was making fun of Dear Evan Hansen because there's oh. a whole song that they added where it's just like, the girl singing a song about how like it's hard to be depressed. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, that's what the mask is. That's what the point of the mask is. It's just like yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. people are sad, but you don't notice that they're sad right away, and you're like, oh my god, wow. And but I'm and like, that's you like said, the whole bridge. Sometimes the whole people look like they're 16, but actually on the inside they're 35. <laughs> that like was that. good. That was very good. It was so funny. I was at work. But I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie he, with he my is, mom for her birthday, be. and no one was in the theater. Um, no one was in the theater. I talked through that whole movie. You saw Dear Evan Hansen? <laughs> I didn't shut up. I saw it with my mom for her birthday. We And also, may I say, that song, that's it was not, the, like, there isn't even words to the chorus. It's like... Uh, like some people have bruises, but doesn't, or like some people are smiling, but it doesn't mean that they're happy. And then, like, they repeat that like <laughs> yeah. 70 times That's in a row. That's what the mask like, is. 70. That's what the point of the yeah. mask is. You're like, I get it. I got it. <laughs> Every other song uh, no, in this movie I haven't is seen... about being depressed. <laughs> I haven't seen a frame of Dear Evan Hansen. I think it's my favorite movie this year, and here's why. <laughs> Then I've said this before, the evolution of like, this is gonna suck shit to like, okay, you guys give it a sec. Maybe it's good. Right. It's got some of the original cat. Maybe it'll be good to just like, nah, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. Here's the so thing. So bad. It's just so funny. It's not, no, it's like, we've spent I think it's so fine. much energy on the fact that Ben Platt looks like that. But it, the weird thing is that when you watch the movie, it's weird at first, but it's not so horrible that you don't get used to it after a little while, you know? I'm yeah. sure, yeah. But then it turns out that that's not, like, the main problem with the movie, <laughs> really. Like, it's just also bad. And, like, that's not the biggest problem. I honestly don't even think... It's one of those things, like, if the movie was good, nobody would care, you know? No one would have said anything! Uh, but, yeah. like, it's just, like... And I, I, I should see the show... Because, like, Anna really loves it, and I've heard from so many people that it's good. And I feel like I get, like, the little glimmers of, like, what's interesting about that show in it. What it's supposed it. to yeah. be. But yeah. it's, like, so weirdly, and it's, like, weirdly well-directed, too. Like, that movie looks really good, and, like, the moment-to-moment tension of things always works out. Yeah. But, like, past the second half of the movie, almost every scene was, like, if this scene doesn't end right now, I'm gonna fucking die. Like, well, please, like, God. Thing- the thing about what they Please did Please God the kill Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> is they essentially <laughs> Venom. But they like they essentially cut out every song that was from the point of view of a parent. Right. Like, or anybody else other parents. than Dear Evan Hansen. Well, yeah. well they do they add in the song that um what's her name? Alana sings. Whatever. Like they added in that song Dream, and he, Dream from the and Dream that's, SMP. But that, Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but that came at the cost of, like, the first song in the show is the two mom characters singing about, like, I don't know how to connect to my teenage son. And right. it's, like, I can see there being, like, negative, like, reactions happening. And I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to right. do. And no one has told me what to do. And that, like, adds dimensions to all of the things that you're seeing. Because to what's happening. Of, yeah. And yeah, like like and uh, there's Versus a song being, where my mom works too much, so she doesn't <laughs> yeah. pay attention to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like it's... and and 
And, like, the point is you're supposed to feel for both Heidi and Evan. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it does suck that your mom, like, is not present for things. So then you see why, like, of course he would gravitate toward a family that's, like, actively inviting him to come to dinner or, like, do whatever, like, giving him things. Like, it's not just, like, I'm going to take advantage of these people because I'm a little mastermind. It's just, like, oh, like, he doesn't know he's doing it. But then when there isn't that balance of, like, what you did was wrong and you can see that because of what other people are saying Mm -hmm. versus, like, I'm sad. Sad boy. Right. Sad boy, take medicine. Sad boy, you deserve to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And it's You're like it's eh. this weird thing with because like I know like musicals are long. Like I know like big musicals tend to like skew towards three hours. Like and that's fine. Yeah. But like And like, it comes with the advantage the of being able to go pee in the middle of the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, but the thing is is like, you know, I hear so often they're like they cut like half the songs. They just like chop this thing to pieces. But the movie's still, like, two hours and 40 minutes long. Like, what is happening? Yeah, it's a bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, the same thing with the Lion King movie. Like, the original Lion King is, like, 85 yeah. minutes long. And yeah. somehow the live-action John Favreau Lion King is, like, a shot-for-shot remake that is also two hours yeah. and 20 minutes for some <laughs> reason. Like, what's happening here? How yeah. is that possible? It's because they kept adding in those yeah. scenes where he was, like... Look, it's a dung beetle, and now <laughs> right. it's a mouse. Yeah. You're like, we get it, John. You have cool animation toys. <laughs> um, but yeah, sure, I mean, it was acted well, and, and yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing. It's like, it, like the performances were good, and the direction I was like actually really impressed with, and I thought it like looked great, and like the music is, you know, the same music. Like the music's good, obviously. I like the orchestration, the new orchestration. Yeah, it's like literally it all just comes down to like how shitty the adaptation is and how much the script sucks shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's this moment in it that I think is so funny. First of all, the sequence where he's like fumbling over the cards when he's like giving his speech and he like gets embarrassed. Oh, so bad. Like Ben Platt gets up there and he's like, um, so... I just wanted to say, and they like drops his index cards all over everywhere, and all yeah. the kids in the audience like pull their phone out with they're the like, flash. They, like they're like feeling him. It's oh it my hurt, god! It hurt it so hurt bad so inside bad my heart. heart. I love how a people making movies think that cyberbullying works because <laughs> that's what they think cyberbullying <laughs> right, is. Yeah. I took but, a funny picture yeah. of you, and I'm gonna put it on Instagram, and millions of people are gonna special. see it. That's like that's not what cyberbullying <laughs> is. But like, like that, yeah. It it is like people talking about like what it's like to be a teenager in high school, like in right now. But also not experiencing it and like not yeah. referencing from the perspective like, of someone who's never who experienced de- most that. definitely yeah. like our age who experienced what it's like to be in high school like that. Right. Like working on these movies, like they, they couldn't check and say whip everyone whip their phones <laughs> oh, no. out and instantly start live streaming. Yeah. Probably not, right? <laughs> like no. Not. But like is it everybody would, and it still, life right. like, the same. It would still be like, oh no, this is horrible. Instead of like. <laughs> we're filming you. <laughs> I mean, that's like the yeah, fundamental shit. You don't shit. need to post on social media. You just shit your pants in front of the whole school. <laughs> yeah, like, you everybody just talk knows. about them in front of everyone. Well, and you that's like, like, yeah, everyone knows it was bad. That's like the fundamental shit that Bo Burnham really gets in eighth grade is that, like, Ugh. bullying doesn't happen anymore. Like, it does. Mm-hmm. 
like it just doesn't look like not like yeah. used to and, and like why? because bullying I'll, I'll like the chicest most interesting like thing you can be in middle school high school as an adolescent is like woke now is like being a person who cares very much about issues and like people who are less fortunate than you and like being an advocate for whatever like that is like the social currency that like students exchange in like 90% of the time and giving a kid a swirly doesn't factor into that so bullying just takes the form of like exclusion <laughs> you know it's like yes. all that it is just like isolation and exclusion like I, I don't know I mean I went to a weird middle school high school so like my experience is not like 100% like the normal one you went into a you went to a liberal think chamber, yeah exactly so. uh yeah but like I never ever saw a kid like getting beat up i never saw somebody yeah. get shoved into a locker i never saw somebody get trash dumped on him in the hallways or whatever i like yeah, i was like, not LC a cool was... kid i was never yeah felt like i was in danger of being ridiculed by anybody like it's just not the way it works anymore well it, like even lc is a pretty average high school at least from my perspective but like even there like there were, like, the cool kids, and I think a part of it really is that we didn't have a cafeteria, so you just, like, they have one now, though. Like, well, now they do, but when we went there, they didn't Who have a cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> so you would just eat in the halls. We had a very tiny cafeteria that, like, nobody ate in. Like, you would, like, eat with your favorite teacher. It wasn't a cafeteria. It was four tables in the basement. That's not <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's what it was. But, like, it's, I, like, I never saw any bully. Like, there would be events where, like, kids would get into a fight, but those were always, like, kids who knew each yeah, other. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't bullying. It was friends mm -hmm. having a violent disagreement. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. And, like, I, I was only ever bullied in elementary school. Yeah. And that was such a weird situation because I... I felt bad for my bully as I was being bullied in elementary school. Like, I so vividly remember. Like, she would be terrible to me, and she would, like, make me cry, and then I'd go home, and I'd be like, yeah, but she's got a really hard time at home, right. and I get why she takes it out on me. Like, even as an elementary yeah. schooler, like, I understood well, what was going on. And then in middle school, nobody talked to me. In high school, I just, like, had my friends, and it was whatever. Like, it just... Yeah, and, like, the timeline doesn't of that, happen. The timeline of that is, like, you know, after elementary school, it's when you get, like, I mean, at least for, like, our generation, like, when we were growing up. Yeah. Like, that's when you got, like, a phone was in middle school. Or, like, when you were, like, allowed and to get social media. And abstract thinking. I mean, also yeah, true. Yeah, also. But, like, but I think <laughs> yeah, that, like, the social cells. media is the important thing because that's when you start to be experienced to, like, uh, the, yeah. the world more at large and you realize that, like, the things that are cool for you to be right now are, like, I'm so kind and here's an infographic about racism and, you know, uh, we need to stand up to bullying and cyberbullying is a real issue, guys. We need to be thoughtful. Like, that kind of thing. And it just makes... It makes, like, physical, literal bullying just, like, vanish, but, like, what takes yeah. its place is just, like, like, isolation and exclusion and ignoring people and just, like, withholding attention, yeah. you know? And it's... It, Which I think is done well in the stage version. Like, that's, right. like, the there's, that's like, the thing. huge yeah. screens where you can see, like, their actual, like, this is my social media account, this is my what I'm texting, blah, blah, like... And that's that is the like loneliness and isolation yeah. that is happening. It's not like, oh, I don't have a friend group and I don't have which is like it, it is the case, but it's yeah. it's not like mm -hmm. oh, I can't find my club. It's like I literally can see like numerically Everybody I can count else. that I yeah. do not fit in yeah. with everyone else. Right. And that and even in like you will be found, which is the like the big 
end of act one number they do it in the movie in such a weird way where like people are physically filming themselves going everyone needs to see this like everyone should see and like in the musical it's very clear that they are speaking what is being written as text because like that is something that happens that you're gonna post on your story like everyone needs to see this you need to read this like to fit in like to say oh to be woke like you were saying you need to know that like suicide prevention is serious and we need to take it seriously but then it disappears in 24 hours it's not I'm filming myself (laughs) in my Instagram my TikTok account like you should watch this video and the video (laughs) the video is not linked (laughs) you're like what are you talking there's a moment. Are you, you on guys Twitch will never believe this it? video I watched. <laughs> End of TikTok. <laughs> There's this moment in that like, montage like, where it's like flickering back and forth between all these images, you know, and it's like, he's blowing up, his followers are going up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But there's, like, a brief moment where one of the numbers it focuses on for, like, a split second is the number of people that he is following, and it's, like, 700 or something. I just thought that was <laughs> hysterical. Like, a, it's, like, not any actual indicator of popularity. Of it's just the number of people he is following yeah. on Instagram is going crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> Whoa, he's following yeah. so it's just many like, people. Like, just... You know, talk to a couple young people, a couple more young people. <laughs> right. Like, just no offense what? to Pasek and Paul. Like, they're just the like, songwriters. Like, you should they don't, get like, one perspective. Music. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, is this how Instagram works? No. Is this what an oh. algorithm is? Please, God, boomers, ask one person what an algorithm <laughs> is, because you don't know. Right. You don't know when you keep playing it in movies. Stop. <laughs> it's algae rhythm. The algorithm is. is Don Cheadle. It's Don Cheadle. <laughs> Algae rhythm. figured it out. <sighs> anyway, I give Dear Evan Hansen a 6 out of 10. 